Happy Halloween from the Disney's to you. My name is Jordan Bass, your host of the Disney's podcast, as always. And I am joined by my co hosts, as per usual. First up to my left, <laughs> what are you looking around for? <laughs> we have the beautiful, wonderful Miss Little Cheese Kaylee Foot. Good evening. Good evening. No, it's supposed to be like a Dracula, Dracula type yeah. deal, yeah. <laughs> and to my right, in the right com- in the right corner, from <laughs> I'm not gonna ah, say her actual from a small town. <laughs> <laughs> Weighing in tonight at 169 pounds. So heavy. <laughs> no, I just had to go in for the gimmicked weight. And standing at five feet. Ten inches tall? <laughs> Is that right? I'm pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Small town, Dalton, Endicott, baby. Hello, it's me. Yeah. I don't think, you. I don't think that me and... <laughs> you sound excited. I don't think me and Kaylee would be in the same weight classified. Because the way you presented that was almost like... Not unless I was like really fucking good. And, and maybe are. I am. You are. I doubt it. No. Oh. I doubt it. That's hurtful. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I'm not I guess very we'll good find either. Out. I'm not Ring a very the good bell. fighter either. I mean, you, I got beat up really bad one time. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, never gotten beat up, beaten up before. Not yet. Well, wait till after the episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Were you doing that? <laughs> we planned on that. Yeah, Kaylee had told me. She's like, Jordan's been walking around here bragging how he's never gotten beat up. Yeah. Because you've been doing that a lot the last couple weeks around the house. I have. Yeah. And on the podcast. Yeah, I've just been telling... I'd, I'd never gotten beat up. I never will get beat up. You know, you've been doing that. So I told her, I was like, okay, Drive me crazy. Yeah, I know. Last week, whenever we talked about the Chippendale Rescue Rangers uh, movie, which was which was last week. Last it week. was not five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about that. About how I can beat how I can beat anyone's ass, including that bitch-ass boy small town. That is what, yeah, that's what, that's what I was told. So, yeah, after this... Yeah, we're going to beat you up. That's why I said on the show, with you on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. that's who told him. And you, and you, you told him about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. yeah. I've heard repeat what you said in front of me to me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> messed up. Man, I got to rethink God, some things it. right now. Speaking of rethinking some things, <laughs> what are we drinking right now, small town? Uh, well, you haven't taken a drink out of it yet. I haven't but. tried it yet. Call it Pooh's Hot Honey. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking like Hot Honey Poo sounds bad. Right? Hot, yeah. No, <laughs> that don't sound right. So then I was kind of yeah. thinking like Winnie's Hot Honey. Yeah, but people don't know him by Winnie. Pooh's Hot Honey. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I like Poo, that too. By Pooh Shiesty. Yeah, Pooh yeah, <laughs> Shiesty's Hot Honey. Uh, but it is Jim Beam Honey. Yo. With apple cider. Honey, honey crisp. Because that's cider. my favorite. Type of apple. Is it a brand? Nope. No. Oh, honey type crisp apple. apple. Okay, yes. so honey crisp apple cider mm-hmm. uh, with some cinnamon sugar, with some honey. With a little drizzle. A little drizzle of honey. Um, a cinnamon stick. Because we fancy. And then I tried to rim the glasses with cinnamon sugar, but it didn't work very well. <laughs> but we it's got cute. A apple slice in there for a little garnish. Hell yeah. And a snack. And a snack. And uh, I'm going to try it. Let's see. I want to see. And while Small Town's trying it, I'll give you a little ASMR. Um, you think that was loud enough? <laughs> I was hoping for a more satisfying crunch. 
There's some weird. It's a weird thing going on where when I take a drink of it, I don't like whiskey. Okay, this has been said multiple times. Yes. None of us do. None of us. Yeah, no, none of us are whiskey drinkers. So when I first take a drink of this, it's a weird thing where I feel the whiskey. Like I don't taste any whiskey at all, though. Like you feel, yeah, you're like bracing yourself for it. It was a weird, yeah. That it's like how whenever you're like eating shrooms, and then I don't. It's like when you're eating shrooms, you don't taste anything. Dude, but just the idea that they're there. That literally, I, you know what? I, I took I took shrooms in Colorado for the first time this year, and it literally did not bother me even a little bit oh, to man. eat the shrooms. Okay. Straight? Not even a little bit. What the fuck? Me. You're oh, fucking... That shit's, have you, did you have like COVID? stuck in your teeth. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> did you have thing. COVID? No. Oh. They taste like packing peanuts. That doesn't make any like. sense to Yeah, me. I don't want to sit here and eat some packing peanuts. <laughs> that fucking bad. You've done it? Packing peanuts? Yeah. I fucking, I'm sure when I was young. But <laughs> what? I know, but I know what they Everybody taste like. Everybody chewed so. on a packing peanut. I never before. chewed on a packing peanut. You gotta start chewing on some packing peanuts. <laughs> well, apparently. That's what we're doing next week. I chew on actual peanuts. We're doing that no, next week the on the show. Packing <laughs> peanuts. We're all eating a bowl of packing peanuts. Uh, anyway. But it's good. Uh, maybe. But the cinnamon and the honey and stuff afterwards, it's very nice. Like, yeah. I, like again, like as soon as I taste it, I'm like, oh, I'm about to hate this. And then it's, it's very, very pleasant. And Remember, the apple is it really feels nice feels like too. fall. It literally is fall in a cup. Yeah. yeah, no, it does. But yes, we were talking about Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie, which Small Town started watching the wrong movie by accident, and that's on me. Because, well, it's really on them. There's Pooh's Heffalump movie, which is available on Disney+, and isn't a Halloween movie. And then there's Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie, neither of which star Pooh. He gets a little too much credit, probably. For sure. Well, he was a bigger part. I mean, I feel like as time went on, so he had, his use had been exhausted so much that it's like, okay, well, if we're going to continue to make media about Pooh, we can't have him be the center character constantly. You know, that'll get tiresome. Yes. For sure. Alrighty, Let's get into it. So... Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie came out on a Tuesday, September 13th, 2005. Now, this was a direct-to-DVD release, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, about that day, or the days surrounding it, the current president was Bush. Our fishing partner. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, the number one song was Gold Digger yeah. by Kanye featuring Jamie Foxx. I love Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Me too. I used to think when I was younger that Kanye's name was pronounced Kane. And then I said it in front of one of my friends and they were like, bitch, you're dumb. Jesus. And corrected me. That's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, Quite you're like dumb. It was they, never, they never hung out with me again. <laughs> <laughs> He and wrote, my man, my man, Jamie Foxx. Sadly, He's Hurricane Ker- Katrina happened just before this movie came out in August. Sad, sad times. Sad thing to happen to such a beautiful city, but I'm glad that they were able to bounce back the way they did. In the Took Saints a minute, the but they did. Yeah, Saints won this. Yeah, who that? Who that? <laughs> I, I am a Saints fan. Who they gonna be them yeah. Saints? Who that? Who that? Who that say gonna be them saying? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, funny enough, the day this movie came out was also the day the first ever episode of Supernatural aired. 
Never seen for that. all the supernatural Neither. baddies out there. <laughs> and the number one movie of the month was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I have seen that. Yeah? Is it pretty yeah. uh, good? It's creepy, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. After a while, like, that type of shit didn't scare me as much. Fair. And it's so, like, religion-driven. As somebody who doesn't believe in God or the devil, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whoa! It's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not telling you it's just a movie, you know? Yeah. Back to this movie. Poos. The budget for the it. shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. This movie? Yeah. <laughs> the budget for it, according to the Disney Wikipedia, was about $500,000. Damn, only a half a mil. Half a mil. That's the smallest budget of any movie so far. Well, if you think about it, they use a huge chunk of the movie to play another. Oh yeah, no, short. I'm not saying that's surprising. So, I'm just saying it's the smallest budget we've had so yeah, far. Yeah, but it still looks good. We'll get to it. And their Rotten Tomatoes score, there was none for the critic score, and it was a 58 percent audience score. The critics didn't even review it. Nah. No reviews from the critics. Yeah, I mean, that's the case with a lot of these direct-to-DVD movies. There's no sequels yet for this particular series, but the OG Heffalump movie came out earlier in the year, in 2005, in February. Um, And he's had, uh, Lumpy, the Heffalump, has had appearances in the TV series from the... 1988 to 91. Which, Small Town, I want to say, I feel like this movie does not do the Pooh franchise justice in any way, shape, or form for someone who hasn't seen it before. I'm not telling you to go home and watch the Winnie the Pooh TV show by any means, because I know you're not going to do that. But if, you know, Hendrix one day takes a liking for cartoons, give that a try. Because I I think in that context... You would enjoy that show because it is it really well written and endearing. This is kind of like throwaway, almost garbage. yeah. It really it is. No, it's it was kind of throwaway. It was a throwaway poo movie, you know. But they the the <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> the '90s series had heart, and it was really well written. And mm-hmm. there's just a certain style about how each character is portrayed. Yeah, and, a lot of people try to read deeper into it and and say that like all the characters are different mental health yes mental yeah fucking yeah so then we'll go down to the origins of a heffalump so basically in, oh. in the um, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. original stories by a.a a. milne he described in a heffalump as an elephant-like creature um, but they were only part of Pooh and Piglet's imagination. They were never, they'd never seen them before. They didn't think, or it wasn't confirmed that they were actually real. Right, um, it's like the gabloon in this movie, you know, it was prior to this, it's like, oh, it's something that they, fan- like, fantasized, right. you know? Right, It's just a rumor that they believe, right. or whatever. And they, were, they weren't nice in the books. They would come and steal all of Pooh's honey, and so uh, Piglet developed a fear of them and had nightmares and stuff. And of fucking everything. Oh, absolutely everything. It's like yeah, this whole he's thing. He's a pussy ass bitch. This whole thing is being a pussy. Literally, but he overcomes it every now and then. We saw that in this movie. 
In the Disney adaptations, though, they appear with the Woozles and are still honey-stealing enemies of the friends, but Rue befriends a baby. Mm-hmm. The At first, they're, he's introduced as Junior, and then we uh, learn that his name is super long, and I'm not even trying to pronounce it. <laughs> they call him Lumpy. And the rest is history. <laughs> so then, and the, for the director, for the first one, we have Elliot M. Bauer, who is currently 53 years old. And he is a director, animator, and story artist working in film, TV, and commercials. Um, he was a director on Winnie the Pooh, Springtime with Rue, and Kronk's New Groove, and Pixie Hollow Bake Off, and Elena Yeah, Avalar, this guy should be ashamed Lord. of himself. <laughs> Seriously, he directed this and Kronk's New Groove. Uh, Retired. Damn. Am I wrong, Small Town? I, Dude, I, I, you know I agree with whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Even that but, stuff I was saying at Walmart last night. Which I will not repeat. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. But he was also I was not at Walmart last night. <laughs> an animator for Mulan, Aladdin, Pocahontas, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and a Roger Rabbit short. Oh, stick to that. Oh, so he, can, he can draw. <laughs> so yeah, he really should be drawing. Fucking nerd. Who gives a fuck? All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Then we'll move on to Saul Blinkoff. What? <laughs> Who's 49. And he's also a director, animator, and voice actor. And he voiced various ca- characters in Barbie Dreamtopia. What? 10 out of 10. And A Pig on Sing. And he was an in-between artist for The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, and a breakdown what animator. What is an in-between artist? I don't know. Maybe if one artist has to step out, he steps in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just never heard that term. I don't know. There's probably all kinds of random He's always jobs. in the middle of somebody. He's just there when they need him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also, this one I also don't know. He was a breakdown animator for Mulan. And what the fuck does that mean? And, and a cleanup yeah, artist. Mulan? What is that? And a cleanup artist on Tarzan. So, so like, we'd just be cleaning up their pencil shavings. Oh, and, oh okay. You know, that one I... Dead like ass? That <laughs> no. No, no, I, I don't like, know. No, I feel like that one makes sense. Yeah. I feel like cleanup artist is like the one that goes back and like cleans up any extra like shit that was... I thought she was talking about like eraser shavings. That's and, what like, I was talking about. <laughs> sweeping shit up. Like, no, standing at the table with the trash that's, can. That's why I was like, are you for real? Like, <laughs> no, I did not, in fact, I feel look like that up. Artists could be that. I'd be like, the final, like, your final touches. Your final yeah, touch exactly. Yeah. So, no. Um, but he was also a co-director for Kronk's New Groove. It was Jesus. him. <laughs> it was him and Elliot. Fuck y'all. Snaps. No, no snaps for them. Okay. They don't deserve no fucking snaps. Fair. I shouldn't be surprised because it's the cast of Winnie the Pooh, so it makes sense. But there was a lot more shit on them that I was than I was expecting. Um, this took me a little bit longer for how short of a freaking movie it was, but you'll see. So first off, we have our main guy friend Lumpy, and he's voiced by Kyle Stanger or Stanger. I would imagine I don't know, who is currently twenty five. So he so was he young. was a kid. Yeah, he was eight. You said you were eight when this movie came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was eight. 
So he was in this movie while you were just sitting at home in your small town, you bum. <laughs> I don't hate myself for that. Actually. How, how does it feel to not be like Kyle Stanger? Funny enough, though, he was Kyle. a British voice actor and oh, singer so for the movie. That. But Fuck he was British. one of oh my God. Um, over 900 children, including his sister, that auditioned for the role. So I feel like small town wouldn't have had much of a chance. No offense. Small town, you should have auditioned for that fucking role. I don't think you guys understand how good of an actor I am. I know. You're too good for this. And you just have I won't even show you guys because I charge a hefty rate. I understand. As you should. I don't do free promos. (laughs) That's all gang. What's up, gang? And his performance as Lumpy... Drew positive reviews. People were happy. Yeah, let's be known for a guy named Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. So next we have Rue, who is voiced by Jimmy Bennett, <laughs> who is 26 years old and an actor known for his roles as a child, but is still acting currently. For Disney, he voiced Rue in this um and springtime with rue and kingdom hearts 2 and 2 plus whatever that means he also voiced buddha in snow buddies which can't wait for those movies what? Um, snow buddies disney or like at the it's disney there are disney I'm pretty sure it's snow Kong. buddies like airbuds kids they are. and he also voiced hathi or hathi hathi probably junior in jungle book 2 um, additionally, he was Billy the Lonely Boy in the Polar Express, which I feel like is a pretty well-known character. Who is that? Billy in the Polar Express. Was that little boy that was the... sad. Oh, that fucking dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, one that whiny to... <laughs> the one that went to the back of the train. Yeah. In his boots. <laughs> What's he all sad and he about? he stole his fucking present. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> I'm going to go to the back of the train so two other kids can come out here and sing a song with me. <laughs> and the main kid can get emotionally and traumatized by a ghost and the roof of a train. That's and... potentially also Tom Hanks. Right. He played young James T. Kirk in the 2009 Star Trek, which... I don't know if that's insignificant or not. I don't uh, even know curve, why I wrote it down. Not, I think that's a... Are I you think... eating the cinnamon stick? <laughs> I'm Googling it. And you can eat them? <laughs> You're like a dog with a little twig in his mouth. <laughs> it's like the small fuck is I eating I want to get smaller. Bite a piece off, maybe? This mother- I wish this was a video podcast this week simply so y'all could see this motherfucker eat the cinnamon stick. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then, random fact that I came across, he was in the Downfalls High Machine Gun Kelly, quote, movie. What's up? (laughs) Jimmy Bennett was in the Downfalls High movie that starred that one TikTok bitch, Chase. And Machine Gun Kelly was also in the movie, and so was his music. Sadly, though, Jimmy was replaced from Rue after he hit puberty. I mean, fair enough. Well, I mean, no, you need a kid's voice. Yeah, no, yeah, that's very, very fair. Pooh and Tigger are voiced by Jim Cummings, who's currently yes. 69, and Jordan, take it away. Wait, okay. We all got all rise for oh, Jim God. Cummings. I only met him like three, four times. <laughs> he ain't gang. <laughs> all right, and it's time for the Jim Cummings salute. Burr, 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 burr. 
All right, thank you. And then we have Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't write anything about Zoom I Cummings? said, I wrote, Jordan, take it away. <laughs> we've already talked about him, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah, we've talked about him a lot. I mean, this guy has voiced oh, God. stupid amounts. Of, I would say, I'm trying to think of like the most popular ones. So there's Pete right. from like Goofy Movie and Goof right. Troop. Uh, he's played uh, famous for playing Zummy Gummy. Uh, he played uh, he played Razul. What's the fucking cricket in uh, Princess and the Frog? Marcus. The cricket? Or yeah, the firefly. <laughs> the firefly. That's what I meant. Oh fuck! He said. I'm not a Ray. Said Marcus. It's Ray. Ray. He played Ray in the Princess and the Frog. Um, he played Darkwing Duck. How could I forget? He played Darkwing Duck. He also voiced Monterey Jack for a little bit. I'm pretty sure as I love well. Monterey Jack. Yeah, I know you do. One of my favorite cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also King Louie on uh, Tailspin. And then we have Piglet. Who? Starts Little out bitch. as a coward, as John Fiedler, who died at 80 years old in 2005. And he was an actor whose career lasted more than 55 years. Um, he was basically in everything, including every piglet role up until he passed away. Wow. So for this guy, I could literally go on for hours and hours about everything he's been in and still not cover it all. Like, he's, he, oh my god, it was insane. Um, I will say he didn't have his own separate Wikipedia page like Jim Cummings, but he was in a shit ton of stuff and like different radio shows and older stuff. Um, but for Disney, he, besides these piglet roles, was Father Sexton Mouse oh, in Robin Hood. Sexton Mouse. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. He was very cute oh, and, and heartbreaking. I, I can hear that now. Okay, now that you say that. Oh, remember Sexton uh, worked in the church, the little church mouse with his mom, I believe? Or wife? Was that his mom? Did we, you figured yeah. out that was his mom? We couldn't yeah. figure it out, I don't think. <laughs> He's what? What is he in this? He's the, that's Piglet. That's the original voice of Piglet. Also voiced. Oh, that Sex makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, right. I can hear it now that you say that. Yeah. And then he's he also voices or plays Howie Clemmings in the Shaggy DA, which is a grab bag movie. Hell yeah! Uh, Deacon Owl the in The Rescuers. Oh, what? <laughs> Wally Thorpe in Midnight Madness, which is another grab bag grab bag. Episode. Is that a Disney Channel movie? Yeah, it's. I just said it was in all of the movies that I I name like from here. It's a on Disney out. Channel. Oh, I thought you just said no. I processed. I have no idea. It was an older one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, so no, I don't no know. Way. And then he also voiced Porcupine and the Fox and the Hound. <gasps> Yo. And he was Rudy, the old man in Emperor's New Groove and Kronk's New Groove. Oh, the Rudy, show. the fucking uh, Kronk's buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the other guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fucking Saul and Elliot loved this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, uh, I want to say that we knew that the porcupine was Piglet without even looking it up. Like, we were like, that's Yeah, Piglet. I do remember watching the movie and being like, yep. And John was also voiced a few episodes of Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. And then for Jordan and I, he was in an episode of Three's Company. What? That I wrote down for us. And The Ropers that I also wrote down for us. As what? different characters. Did you say the, uh, what's the, what's the title of the episode? For, 
Three's Company was Jack looks for a job. He played Morris Morris. He was Morris Morris? Yeah. No way. <laughs> That's him? Yeah. So Morris Morris is a character in the episode who's like trying to sell encyclopedias. Okay. And uh, it's like Jack's uh, boss, like the encyc- uh, like because Jack starts selling encyclopedias. Okay. And he shows up. So he's like, is earlier in the show. Now I can totally hear it because he has the high pitch. Hi, I'm Morris Morris. You know, like he ta- <laughs> he t- now I can totally hear it, but I would have never realized that's Piglet. That's so cute. That's fucking crazy. Isn't it? He was in so much though. There was there's other things that you would definitely recognize him from. I think he was also in an episode of The Twilight Zone. I um, believe that, yeah, for sure. But I didn't write it down. John sadly passed away from cancer before they finished this movie. And so that leads us to Travis Oates. Who's yeah. currently 44, and he's an actor. Of Oats? <laughs> yeah. No, of Honey Bunches. Uh. <laughs> uh, he's an actor and comedian who started out as the understudy to John, and then he took over his role after John's passing, and so he finished out recording the last few lines for this movie and everything. That's really cool, though. I, I imagine he learned a lot being under... John. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially with his vast history and everything of not just Winnie the Pooh, but all the other just shit. Just in he general, did. yeah. He also took over the role of Rudy in the New Groove series. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, a new, the Emperor's New School. Yeah. Um, and this is all uh, his Disney stuff for now. But he also owns a comedy theater in Costa Mesa, California. We're going. Pack your bags. What's it called? We're going to Travis Oates. It's called it's called the Travis Oates Comedy Club. Honestly, I don't think you're far off, but I did not write it down. But we will go ahead and move it on along to Rabbit, and he is and always will be Ken Sansom. And I say that because he was very cute. His little pictures of him as a sweet little old man, and um, I love the. I feel like the voice of Rabbit from Mister Sansom. Sansom. It's just so iconic. Yes. Very memorable. Um, and he sadly died at the age of 85 in 2012. Damn. Uh, but he voiced Rabbit in everything up until his passing. Yeah, I was going to say, dating back to even the OG stuff. Yes. That's great because that, I mean, that makes sense because that voice, mm-hmm. like, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he was in it. Um, he also voiced Inspector Jamal in the 1987 Chipmunk Adventure, whatever that is. No. OG Chipmunks. Um, Don't know what that is. And he also played or voiced a character named Ralph Throgmorton in an episode of Tailspin, and was in Herbie huh. Rides Again, which is the ah. movie about that racing beetle, right? It's or like the, a, it's a car, yeah. But people call it a beetle or a bug or whatever. I don't know for sure. Now, which but. one is Herbie Rides Again? Is that still uh, Don Knotts? Or is that the I'm, fucking... I, is that Lindsay Lohan? Is that the Lindsay Lohan one? Know. Okay. I think it I might be the Don Knotts It's still one, in the Don Knotts series? But I... Okay, so Herb, Herbie Rides Again... Came out in 1974. Herbie so Rides Again is still part of the OG not, series. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow. We were just talking about Three's Company, and then Don Knotts comes into the conversation. That's <laughs> so funny. But anyways, another icon. Ken Sansom. Eeyore. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Ken Sansom. I got a cute little chunk for Eeyore. I was not expecting this one out of him. 
but he is voiced by Peter Cullen, who is now 81 years old, but he's a Canadian voice actor that I'd bet $100 that everyone in America or Canada has heard before with or without knowing. Like, for real. This dude voiced every, well, he's been Eeyore since 1988, so for a long ass time everybody's heard Eeyore. But he also happens to be the one and only voice for Optimus Prime. The one and only voice? Yes. So in he was him even in like, the original TV series, yes. And then he was in the transitioning into being in the Michael movies. Bay movies? Yes. That's pretty tight, dude. That's insane. That's really cool. I feel like that's such a rare thing for any It makes sense though, because like Optimus Prime and Eeyore are kind Flapjack. of I was basically saying that it makes sense that he voiced both of them because both of those characters are kind of one and the same. Yeah, no, they're very similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. one note for sure. They're both like very, very depressed. depressed. Yeah. yeah. They're both donkeys. Down to earth. <laughs> yeah. Serious. Slow. No. Super slow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so he also voiced various roles in Scooby and Scrappy-Doo, the old TV series, the old Smurfs TV series, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure he voiced... I don't remember if it was this Spider-Man series or another Spider-Man series he did, but he literally voiced Bruce Banner and Hulk in it. Oh, wow. So that was pretty big. And other roles, too. He also voiced in the Alvin and the Chipmunks OG show and Muppet Babies and DuckTales and the Wonderful World of Disney and Gummy Bears. Um, As I wrote it down for you, Jordan, Kerwin and Gritty. I don't know. They're both villains. Yeah, I know. I mean, that sounds like villain names. And he's right back to the sandwich. And he voiced in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He voiced Monty in Rescue Rangers, Monterey Jack, when Jim Cummings wasn't. Oh, really? Um, He voiced him before. And then he also did... I know Jim Cummings didn't do, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure um, Peter did, like, the first season and the first 20 episodes of the second season or something like that. And then then Jim Cummings Cummings did it from then on. So then we have Kanga. Lovely Miss Kanga. Hell yeah. And she's voiced by Cass, no E, just Cass Susie. Cass Susie. Cass Susie. Who is Is it short for uh, catheter? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. With a K and everything. Uh, She's an an actress who has a, I wrote this down, long voice acting career. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, she does. She is known as Lola Bunny in no the Looney way. Tunes franchise, and she also voiced one of the Bimbets in Beauty and the Beast. She was Daisy in Quack Pack. Uh, she was Wendy in Return what? of ne- Neverland. She's um, Daisy in Quack Pack? Yeah. She also voiced various characters in Lilo and Stitch, Rugrats, Wreck-It Ralph, Zootopia, Kim Possible, The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars, Pokemon is 2, an extremely goofy movie, Lady and the Tramp 2, 101 Dalmatians 2. She She actually voiced voiced Perdita. She's the second option. Really? Bambi 2, Fox and the Hound 2. I think a lot of your OG (laughs) voice actors had passed on. They're all dead. Um, She was also, she was the uh, fucking voicemail in Imagination Movers. Really? (laughs) (laughs) And she was Princess Marie in Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Really? She was in Tailspin. Princess she was Morgana Marie. in Darkwing no Duck. Way. 
She's fucking Morgana. She this is Morgana. Insane. She's she she is up there with Jim Cummings. Oh, I'm not done. Um, so she was also Goof Troop, Little Mermaid series, the Aladdin. Um, I just read Aladdin, so now I don't know if it was in yeah, the movie everything. or the series. Yeah, literally everything. But Gargoyles, Jungle Cubs, Buzz Lightyear of Starkman, Ozzy and Driggs, Danny Phantom, Doc McStuffins, and so, so much more. She also did shit for, a bunch of shit for Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and more. She's been in a lot of my favorite stuff. Yes. Um, and she was also in, I didn't write this down, but I love the show, Ah, Real Monsters. Yes, Ah, Real Monsters But I feel Monsters like we talked great. about not too long ago. So she's been Kanga since at least 2000 and is still doing Kanga and going strong. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then last but very not least, we have Gopher. Our, My fucking dog. Our honorable mention because he wasn't technically in the movie. He He's was in the, in flashback. the flashback story that Rue told. This Michael Go is 65 years old, and he's an actor that voiced Gopher in all of the movies, shows, and everything like that. Um, and fun fact... You got that iconic whistle. Yeah. That I wanted to include right here, because Jordan already kind of knew. Okay, um, I was right. Yes, he was right in the fact that this was the last of the Winnie, and the, Winnie the Pooh films... To um, feature Gopher. Now, he has since also, and kind of sort of recently, appeared in the Kingdom Hearts Oh, yeah. The video games still have, like, everybody. He also voiced in Lady and the Tramp 2, Tarzan 2, the Aladdin series, Ben 10, Danny Phantom, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Tailspin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Emperor's New School. And he played, uh, he voiced Zazu in the Timon and Pumbaa series. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And a couple more shows and movies, non-Disney like, oh, and Disney, Zazu. all that. Um, and he's also done... Mind your business. Fuck your opinion. Nobody asked you. Whoa. <laughs> a fuck ton of video games. Really? Like all the Call of Duties and others no yeah way. he just voices random ass characters gopher does so many like he's still honestly, with us right probably yeah that's so weird more than i more i think than like film and shit that's, or it's got to be about damn near even it's so strange to me i wonder whose decision it was to stop including gopher and winnie the pooh media if michael goes still with us mm -hmm. because if he was if he had passed away, I could understand them being like, okay, we, you know, in respect to him and his legendary voice, you know. Like, yeah. They kill off Gopher. <laughs> yeah, no, they yeah, killed him off, yeah. He got sent to Afghanistan. So, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Gopher. Trying to keep this land safe and free. I appreciate <laughs> He's a fucking American troop. <laughs> or American. Gopher is an American hero. In my heart, in my home. Yeah. So I know a lot of listeners know this, but I don't know if you know this. Gopher was actually added to the movies by Disney. He was not a character in the books. They wanted a more like Western, like Americanized character that Americans could, I guess, relate to since this is mostly like kind of British-like. It's yeah. a British property. Yeah. It's like so a, they want something like kind of Americanized in it. Yes. Yeah. But I do, I do love me some gopher, and I even have a gopher um, keychain. Key yeah, that I bought him for his birthday. Yep, she did buy that for me. 
And that was the cast. So yeah. that'll send us to break. When we return from the break, we're going to go start knocking on some houses trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> we're going to talk about Pooh's Half a Love Halloween movie, give our movie report card, and our themed rating, all that. And Small Town's going to bob for apples when we return from the break. Woohoo! Small Town, you did not know you were doing that, did you? No, but you know I'll do anything at any time. <laughs> and we're back from break. We're back. Back again. Yeah. Guess, Guess who's, who's back? back? <laughs> <laughs> the Disney's is back. Jordan's back. Tell a friend. I was pointing to you to say Kaylee's back. Oh. <laughs> that works too. Kaylee's back. Small Town's front. I'm here. He's front mm-hmm. and center. <laughs> Small town's here. Small town actually always sits in the middle. I never left. <laughs> All right. So you guys want to dive into this movie? Mm-hmm. How'd this movie start off? In Christopher's room. We don't see Christopher, yeah, I was, though. I was going to say, we. I was going to bring that up, too. We never see him. No. Like, they're no. like, oh, Christopher Robin, he's this boy with these stuffed animals. And we're in his room. <laughs> he's not here. I'm an old man. <laughs> The narrator uh, did have a nice, like, soothing voice, though. Yeah, I thought about looking him up, and then I was like, meh. Yeah, fuck him. After everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. I hope he's listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, listening, like, I hope they mention me, I hope they mention me. (laughs) Just know the small town says, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me sad. No, I think you have a beautiful voice. He really does. Yeah, I think he. Could, I would be I had to make, I had totally to down to hear a bedtime story from him. I had, I had to draw a line in the sand, all right, and I'm sticking to that. My That's convictions, fair. all right, all right. I, I I respect it. Great voice, very talented guy. I don't have anything bad about bad but to say him. about him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then we get to the hundred acre hundred acre woods, and Rue scares Kanga with a mask, and he's all excited and shit. And well, he says... Scares, in quotation marks. Oh, yeah. Marks. Scares. Not really, but... I almost pissed myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that was actually the best jump scare of the movie. This movie, if not for everything else, had the best jump scares of any Halloween movie I've ever seen. I hope that you watch this with, like, your husband or your wife or your partner. Someone to hold an, an on to. An adult partner. I hope you didn't watch this with your kids, because they're all fucked up, I would assume now. <laughs> Anyway, back on track. So we're in the Hundred Acre Woods. Yes, and Rue's going on about how it's Lumpy's first Halloween and uh, goes to Lumpy to start, I don't know, playing around with him. And Lumpy's hiding and scares him. Yeah, and Lumpy's parents just aren't around. Yeah, no. Uh, I immediately was driven nuts by Lumpy. (laughs) 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 Well... So then Rue's explaining Halloween to him and everything, and then um, they go to Piglet's house, and the whole gang's there in costumes and everything. Were they already dressed up? Yeah, they were just, well, it wasn't their actual costumes. They were just trying to, like, spook the kids, oh, okay. and it didn't work. They were just laughing at them. Yeah, and then fucking, uh, Tigger, doesn't Tigger start quickly, like, terrorizing this yeah. Kid. So then they're like, let's make Halloween special <laughs> for asshole. Lumpy. And then Tigger starts being super scary. Uh, and and also, singing a scary song. Before they walk in, 
I don't know if you noticed this small town. I know I pointed this out to Kaylee, I'm pretty sure, but whoever's house this was had a sign outside that says, Trespassers will yep. R.I.P. I was like, God damn. <laughs> this is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I think that was Piglet's house, too. So that's funny, but also accurate because he's afraid of everything. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, Vru was like, oh, when you go trick-or-treating, you get candy and cider and cookies. I ain't never got no fucking cider when I wish. Yeah, right? That'd be fun. I've gotten, like, cans of soda. <laughs> no, not cider. Hey, kiddies, you want some cider? You ever come inside and drink a strange drink from a strange man? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back on track. Yes. So, anyways, Rabbit comes in saying he has the whole night planned out to a T. Fucking square-ass Rabbit. <laughs> and he partnered everybody but Eeyore. Yeah, that was so, that was happening a couple up. times yeah, throughout right? the fucking movie, and it's like, why? Jesus Christ, And you want to know something so sad? He's already depressed. When I was doing the research, I was, like, listing off all the characters, and I was like, okay, I only have this person, this person, this person left to do. And I didn't. I forgot about Eeyore. Honestly, like, like, that's that's sad, but also really funny. It fits in perfectly. Yeah, it's so (laughs) on brand, but it broke my heart. about Eeyore. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good. So during one of these pointless songs, um, Lumpy gets fucking petrified and won't come out from under the bed because Tigger's talking and singing about the terrifier, the gabloon. And Rabbit's right about one thing. Tigger is a lunatic. Yep. He's a fucking dickhead. I forgot. I forgot because I have, I, I do remember like a little bit of Winnie the Pooh stuff from when I was a kid. And I forgot that Tigger was always like the... Dude, that, like, he was just your typical, like, basically a douchebag, but, like, in kid form. Like, yes. Yeah. But he doesn't realize it. Yeah. His ideas always suck, or, like, he'll just, like, straight up jack somebody else's ideas. Yeah. Yeah. He'll try to take the lead, you know. Dude, I was, fuck it all I was, up. Uh, when I was watching it, I was thinking, he's, like, the type to, like, the type of, he's, like, the personality type to say some, like, real racist-ass shit, <laughs> and then just, like not acknowledge it. Like, yeah. he doesn't know why people are like, why did you say that? Yeah, he's the type mm-hmm. to say the N-word and the co- be the white guy to say the N-word in the conversation and then be, and then everyone's like, staring at him and he's just like, why? What's the deal? What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. Thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, he's oblivious is basically what you're trying to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But he also thinks really highly of himself. Right. Mm-hmm. So, ignorance and narcissism is tough. It's yeah. so... It's uh, ever a lot of people like Tigger, you know. Well, he doesn't ever seem like he's help. He like he helps out for the benefit of himself. he constantly yes, but he constantly derails shit, you know. Yeah. I just want to see him get checked, you know. Let Rabbit beat the fuck. Yes, like I am not with Rabbit on most of his shit because he's a fucking square. But I want to see Rabbit check check Tigger. So I almost said Squidward. <laughs> I want to see Rabbit check Tigger so bad. And I also now want to see a fucking animated battle between Rabbit and Squidward. They're all (laughs) That's really funny. But speaking of Rabbit, he's trying to calm down Lumpy and tell him that uh, the gabloons aren't real. Uh, And Tigger's like, oh, yeah, the fuck they are. Um, Telling him they roam in the woods. I hate him. (laughs) I, I, 
I'm going on record right now. I don't like Tigger. Damn. He's an asshole and a liar. He cute. Yeah, he he is cute. He's an asshole and a liar. That's right. We're an anti-Tigger podcast. <laughs> Damn right. And he's got Lumpy real good, and he's re- refusing to come out from underneath the ca- uh, bed. I wrote, like I typed bitch. couch, but it was bed. <laughs> um, and it's revealed that if you catch the gabloon, you get a wish. But if he catches you, he turns you into a pumpkin. That Yeah. Or what do they call it? A Jackie Lantern. Jackie Lantern? Yeah, something like that. Jackety Lantern. <laughs> Jackety Lantern. And yep. in the background, Pooh's eating the candy, by the way. Yes, he Which ate like, it. That, that was so fucked up. Super not acknowledged throughout the entire length of the movie. He says, I'm so much so sorry, guys. And it's like, <laughs> no, nah, bro, we're going to get that candy back. He said, he said uh, and I quote, I only wanted one, but my tummy kept asking for more. And I said, us potheads can relate, poo. <laughs> Hella. That's but funny, fuck, but also fuck you, fuck you for ruining I everybody's still, Halloween. I would never eat everyone's candy. <laughs> I would be vomiting everywhere, first of all. You jumped poo. That should have been the movie. Yeah, they should have <laughs> just punched him in the stomach, and he would have thrown it all up, and everybody, it would have been fine. <laughs> They're animals anyways. They wouldn't care. So, Rue's saying he's going to stay with Lumpy since Halloween's all fucked up and Lumpy feels bad. And he's like, no, I'll be brave for you. Um, And then Rabbit's like, oh, happy ending. Everybody can have one piece of candy. And then they all realize that Pooh ate all the shit. So then that's when, basically pretty much right after that, Rue and Lumpy decide, like, oh, we're going to go captured the gabloon because part of what Tigger mentioned during that was that if you capture the gabloon you, you get, get wishes. A wish. Would you get a, a wish? I think he said a wish. Okay, they were acting like they get hella wishes. Hell right. <laughs> yeah. So they run out and they head out and they do the deed and uh what? They and they okay. come up with a really bad club name. The way I phrased that was horrible. <laughs> but they basically they just lied, left, and started their search for the gabloon. They decide their club name is the Bravest of the Brave Gabloon Catchers Club, which is just awful. Um, and then they sing a song that sounds exactly like the Wear a Couple of Misfits song from the Rudolph uh, the Red-Nosed Reindeer Claymation movie. Yeah. After this annoying song, they head the, on their voyage to the creepy cave, then the slimy slide, then the tree of terror. They immediately come across it by choosing the scarier path, and Lumpy's fucking petrified the whole time. They go in the creepy cave, and his lunchbox gets caught on a little thing, and then he starts running and pushes him down, and they fall down the slimy slide, and then they come straight to the tree of terror, and they're like, oh shit, okay, so the gabloon's gotta be right here. But they get scared. Yeah. So they run and hide in the log. Right, because the tree's scary looking. Right, mm-hmm. and doesn't something, like the wind blows or something? Yeah, and some crows, like, fly away or some shit, and so they get scared. Um, and this is when Rue tells the... S- oh, wait, no. This is when Rue goes to investigate, and then he realizes there's nothing there. Um, so he goes back to Lumpy, who's fucking terrified, and this is when he starts telling him the story. That's the flashback. That is the short boo to you to Winnie the Pooh special. And I love, uh, the 
gag of the we already kind of talked about it but the ghost gopher costume gag of him dressing up I, that your costume was fantastic just absolutely marvelous yeah. so i actually enjoyed this uh flashback this short better than <laughs> the actual like movie itself facts personally and what ha- what led up to like the piglet song that was just terrible <laughs> pretty much nothing right like, just, like, conversation? Yeah. No, they literally were just talking. Like, like Halloween's they were happening. Talking about, like, yeah, it's about to be Halloween. Gotta go get Piglet. And then Flash is to Piglet. And he's fucking terrified of Halloween. And mm. it's this terrible, terrible song. <laughs> and basically, he's too scared to go trick-or-treating or celebrate Halloween, really. So Pooh cancels it for everybody, and they're calls all... Calls it a hollow wasn't. Yeah, he calls it a hollow wasn't. And they all go home, and then they all decide, let's make it a hollow was, and dress up as ghosts for no fucking reason. Um, and so everybody ends up out in the woods. Well, it wasn't and- for no reason. They were trying to scare the actual spookables. Okay, so they were trying to hide from the spookables by pretending to be the spookables. Well, no, uh, Pooh actually said, um, if we, like, ghosts. They're ghosts. That would be, okay, I know they kept saying spookables, but, like... Spookables, like, monsters. They're not Just real. scary things. No, I, but they think they're real. Oh, okay. And Pooh said, this was the, this was actually really fucking funny. If we put our costumes on, when we find the spookables, they shall think we are them... And we shall think they are us. Yeah. That's <laughs> what <clears throat> so I'm saying. He kept talking. He kept talking like a Yoda, but just like dumb. Like his cadence was like, but you could have said that way more normal. That's the poo voice, though. I don't like it. I think it's cute. Also, wouldn't Piglet... Piglet chose to be by himself. Wouldn't he feel safer being with his friends other than being yeah. alone in his house? 100%. By his, like, what? He's also the worst carpenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puts up like four patches of wood. <laughs> and then the door still And then opens. they still open the door. No, no. You go on without me. It's like, all right. See ya. You Bye. Know what I mean? Like, I, you ain't gonna fuck but up my Pooh, Pooh's a homie. I don't give a he won't shit. leave you in the dust. Didn't we skip over the Tigger song? Or is that like right now? Tigger has another song. And at this point, we've had four songs too many in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I think Tigger does have another song. And they're running around all scared and spooking. And they destroy Rabbit's Garden like twice. It's not a Winnie the Pooh movie if uh, Rabbit's Garden doesn't get destroyed. Facts, facts. <laughs> and so they end up... I don't even... Piglet has this weird like freaking monster that he built and he's going to try to scare all the spookables and save the rest of the gang because they're all thinking they're being chased but they're just scared and seeing and piglet thinks that them dressed up is the spookables right and so he dresses up into his scary robot costume and they think he's the spookable and there's all running they're they're all running and um then, like, he falls out of the costume, and it runs away all on its own, and they're like, oh, my God, you did it. You made him go. Like, you're so brave. And Piglet was like, oh, my God, I'm not scared of anything anymore. And Pooh's, like, talking about how great this Halloween was, and he said, of all the Halloweens I can remember, and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's the most on-brand thing of this entire movie. Well, this short was more on-brand with Winnie the Pooh because it came out in, what did you say, 89? 96. <laughs> oh. yeah. Wow, I was so wrong. <laughs> 96. But still, that was around the time of like the Winnie the Pooh TV show. So that was That's much basically the, the end of the story, the little short story inside the movie. Yeah, the story that Rue somehow knew. The entirety and of. Also, like, what do you mean you're not scared of anything? Because, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Piglet's not. Piglet is. Yeah, even though he still is. Yeah. But he's not. (laughs) But he is. And then Lumpy's like, yeah, that unscared me. And I'm pretty sure that's, like, what they say. Uh, And then they just get right to it and set up a trap for the gabloon. And so they see this, like, cart full of jack-o'-lanterns or... What are they called again? Jaggedy, jaggedy, jaggedy lanterns or whatever. Um, and one of them kind of looks like fucking Lumpy. And they're like, ooh. And they get scared. And uh, they Did, run away. Have they seen that one yet? I thought Rue saw that one by himself. And that's when he no. thought that it was Well, Lumpy. Rue, you're right. <laughs> so they see a bunch of the jack-o'-lanterns and they get scared. And, and they, they start run running. Off. And that's when they get separated. Yes. And we see a little shadowy figure on the uh, other side of the bridge, but only for a brief glimpse. Right. Um, and then <laughs> it's a super sad scene where Lumpy's like, you promised yeah, you wouldn't Rue leave me Yeah, straight up lied to Lumpy. <laughs> yeah, he dipped the fuck out of there. Did not care about Lumpy or where or if Dick he was moved, keeping Rue. up behind or anything. Because Lumpy's foot got stuck in the bridge. So Rue had a hell of a head start and did not stop. And, and I get then, it, they're kids, but like, come on. Yeah. You lied to your homeboy. That's you gotta look up. behind you at least when you make promises. And so Lumpy hears Rue screaming um, off in the distance. And Oh, yes, and then that's when um, he comes across the pumpkin that looks like yeah. Lumpy. The, yeah. Which I was confused about at first, but then yeah, I so didn't. They said that the whatever. Kanga. The gabagool. <laughs> the gabloon. The gabloon turns you into a jack-o'-lantern or something like yeah. that. Yes. Jackety. Jackety lantern. Yes. So, and we didn't find out at the time, but we later found out that that was the uh, jack-o'-lantern that Kanga had made. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which I appreciated that they, that was like one of the only times, if, the, if not the only time in this movie, where like a true like seed was planted. You know, mm-hmm. like something that like was so small that ended up actually Could paying off. Back and yeah. Shit. Right. Uh-huh. And I love, sh- you, you guys know at this point, I love shit like that. <laughs> yes, I do. So very scared. Yes. And um, he takes the jack-o'-lantern back to them, right? Yeah, the he's. Rest? Or does he just run? So he runs, he grabs the, um. Jackety Lantern and runs back and Lumpy's running to where he heard the scream and that was back towards the Tree of Terror. And um, Lumpy sees that Rue left his backpack there and uh, Lumpy goes inside of the tree because he thinks Rue got trapped and then he ends up getting trapped. And so back at Piglet's house, everybody's in their costumes and Rabbit tries to replace all this eaten candy with vegetables. And who says, I'm a little honey pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dressed up as a little pot. Um, oh yeah, whenever 
rabbit presented the vegetables. Who who said, I'll take the trick, please? Was that I think Tigger? that was Tigger. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they practiced taking turns trick-or-treating because they realized they couldn't all go trick-or-treating at the same time because there would be no one to give candy except all the ca- characters that weren't in the movie. You literally go for Owl, Kanga, Christopher... You can't go trick-or-treating anywhere. Right. You lying-ass motherfuckers. So Piglet goes first, and they knock on his door, and he's, like, immediately, like, he promises that he'll answer the door, and then he doesn't answer the door at first. He's like, who the fuck is there? And so the rest of the gang's kind of ticked off, and that's when Rue discovers the pumpkin, and he runs back home and um, shows them the pumpkin, and everybody starts panicking, and they're let and Tigger has the idea to catch the gabloon because they want to wish for Lumpy back. They get to the Tree of Terror eventually because Rue knows the way by then. And they can hear banging inside of the tree. They don't know it's Lumpy. They think it's the gabloon. And um, Rue thinks that they caught him. After a couple flashes of thunder and lightning... Lumpy gathers the courage and busts through the trap, and everybody's happy and dancing and everything. And then Rue apologizes for leaving Lumpy alone and tells him that he was so brave. Um, this was a nice triumphant moment. Yeah, it was very cute and sweet. And then they all go back to Kanga's. Yeah, Kanga. What was she doing? Had her own personal stash of candy, and she designed pumpkins to look like everybody. But y'all had a theory about the candy. We did have a theory. So at first, Jordan was saying that she was hoarding all of the candy, and that's why they ran out so fast and everything. But we were saying, I was saying that Kanga probably knew that their dumbasses would get, like, all the candy would be gone or eaten or messed up somehow. So she had her own secret stash, and it came in handy because that's exactly what they needed. And they ended up having a great Halloween, and Lumpy was happy. And that's the end of it, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And I loved her jack-o'-lanterns, too. I thought they were cute. So yeah, cute. they were very cute. All right. Well, you guys ready to do our movie report cards? Yeah. All right. Small Town, what do you give the animation a letter grade? B minus, because it's just fucking Winnie the Pooh animation. You know what I mean? Just very standard animation. It's just very average, I think. <laughs> I think that's fair. Sure. I think that's fair, too. I'm going to go with a straight C. It's a step above the Pooh TV show. It's more cinematic-type quality. It's not like Toon Disney-type or like Disney Afternoon-type animation, which I love still. I'm not You know, it's funny that you say that because this is actually one of the last uh, Winnie the Pooh films. By Toon Disney? Yes, to be produced by Disney Toon Studios. Yeah, okay, wow. I mean, that makes sense. They shut down sometime after this, right? Well, not technically until 2018, but I don't think they were putting anything out. They weren't very active, right? Yeah. Yeah. I dropped down to a C below Small Towns B- because in the scene where Rabbit's passing out the vegetables, where they're showing up in their costumes... In the background, there's some lazy animation there for a half a million dollar movie (laughs) where the fucking candy that Pooh ate earlier is right there. Yeah. 
I don't. You didn't catch that? Uh-uh. No. Yeah, me I and Kaylee caught it. that. It was definitely it's there. Like, what the fuck? And then Underneath it was gone. The it was gone a minute later, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got to drop down to a C for that. I will also give it a B minus because I do think that they were very cute as per usual. Um, it did look a little bit more basic compared to some. I know Disney is very famous for like. They're super intricate, beautiful backgrounds and scenery. I know. And I know their budget wasn't huge, but... And it wasn't terrible. And like you said, that one scene. But I still think that everybody looked very cute. So I'll I'll stay in the B area. Small town. What's your story grade? Uh, fucking D. (laughs) (laughs) It just wasn't. It was just very, like... <clears throat> just very childish, you know, very immature, which it's supposed to be. It's fucking Winnie the Pooh. But I'm almost 26 years old, so it's tough. I'm going to go, I'm going to be, I, I feel you on that. I'm probably going to say a C again. Just because, like, it was cute. It was inoffensive. But for Winnie the Pooh, this didn't, like, meet the standards that I'm used to. And Winnie the Pooh's never been epic. It's never had a, like intimidating villain they always make villains out of nothing which is part of the charm of winnie the pooh you know speaking of charm this didn't i don't know i didn't feel it you know yeah i didn't definitely yeah there was nothing here that was just winnie the pooh like it felt like a caricature almost of winnie the pooh it was a lazy effort yeah but still like inoffensive i can't go any lower than a c i think i would give it a c minus for the exact same reason, the story just, I don't know. I, I don't even really know a moral that I got out of the story or anything. And, and when you're making something for children, you always want to have a clear moral. A clear moral yeah, I don't think it was story. clear, but I think it was supposed to be like stick together with your friends like in moments of fear. Do. But yeah, he yeah. didn't. <laughs> and he came back for him. Yeah. But I guess it's also about forgiveness, too. But they also, they did not emphasize that in Maybe any it's way, more about, form. like, overcoming your fears right. than it is about, like, sticking by your friend's side. Yeah. I don't know. Just the the unclear message and, I don't know, the I understand where small town's coming from that and the fact that some of the characters were annoying and usually they're extremely lovable even in their annoyingness, <laughs> but Tigger was I don't know. Just straight up dick. <laughs> yeah, Trigger. Trigger. Tigger was an asshole. Pooh was also an asshole. Rabbit was stick in the mud asshole. Piglet yeah, was a pussy little asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting harsh now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've also been really harsh on these children's movie characters, yeah. <laughs> but that's what the business is, right? Yep. We have and, a bar. We keep stuff to it. And with that, we move into our overall rating. Small town, we're going to start with you. Ten out of a hundred acres. <laughs> In my opinion, I didn't enjoy it at all. I think you're going to like the older Pooh movies a lot more when we watch those. <laughs> we'll see. And you're going to watch them with your children, too. To yes. Next help. time I will have kids with me. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> should. not think about how I'm watching Winnie the Pooh by myself. <laughs> I'm going to give it 14 pieces of candy eaten by Pooh out of 300. 
They must were some mine. It's a lower yeah. than me. <laughs> I just didn't really like it at all. And I love Winnie the Pooh. I think I just have a standard set for Winnie the Pooh, how the characters are portrayed, how cute a story plays out, how endearing the script is. And it, this just didn't really have any of that besides the flashback. And I, I'm really not letting the flashback impact my overall rating here mm -hmm. because I think that's not fair. Mm -hmm. That was lazy of them for them to, and I get it. It's a directed DVD Pooh Halloween movie. Quick cash grab, whatever, you know? Right. But I have to judge it for what it is. And if I'm taking the flashback out of there, I'm judging it for just what was made in 2005. Mm -hmm. And it was not a great product. It was kind of grating at times. It had hints of what we enjoy from the original Winnie the Pooh, like the gabloon shit, you know, the made-up villain, you right. know? And so let's hear your rating. All right. So I'll give it one out of four gopher costumes. Um, At least to get that one. Yeah. One. That you are constantly just hit it out Everybody of the park. that one, the one. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one, the one. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it wasn't that great. It was cute, and I feel like children would semi-enjoy it. Still had the classic voices, but even then they felt, a couple of them felt a little bit off. I don't know. Just the whole movie was just meh. Meh indeed. And I, I already don't remember, like, a good part of it <laughs> and we just watched it and that says a lot good movies I remember and I'm not even asking too much I don't think any of us were I think it's just we wanted like a little fun cute adventure and this wasn't even that for real you know yeah I felt like you could when Lumpy and Rue came across the tree of terror if Lumpy just didn't go hide in that log, they could have cut out the entire story scene, the entire, like, scared and running away scene, and literally just could have... For the sake of, like, introduce... I, I don't know. For the sake of, like, showing children who may have not seen that uh, old short... Okay, that's I I can kind of defend that in a way. Right. You know, that's nice. But it's also shitty because they're like, hey, look, look how good it used to be, kids. <laughs> That's very true. No, no, turn that short back on. Turn that one back on. <laughs> and you said that was 96. That was only nine years prior to yeah. this. That's really crazy. At that point. But like very, nine very like crucial years for the de development of like Technology. technology and TV and everything like that. Yeah, 96 from 2005, vastly different. Yes. And, oh, shit. This is my favorite segment. Small town. Pimp. 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 The. Week. Oh, oh, oh. Pimp. 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 This has been, this was probably the hardest one for me and not in terms of like trying to decide between multiple, but trying to decide period. Yeah. <laughs> Small town. Er, should, I'm going to, I'm going to flip it. We're going in reverse order. All right. Kaylee. All right. I, I don't want to be, to seem swayed by anything said prior to this convert to this podcast. Not that we really talked about it, but I was thinking Kanga because she really just kind of saved Halloween for them because I feel like they would have come back from the woods, they wouldn't have gotten their wish, 
It would have been all depressed and just kind of like, okay, Halloween's over. But she had all the candy and the pumpkins and the cute party set up for them. And she really picked or pulled a good mom move and saved the day. I'm also going to say Kanga. And depending on what Small Town says, I can be swayed. <laughs> but when thinking about this overall, I really can't pick anyone else other than Kanga because Rabbit's an asshole for fucking forgetting Eeyore all the time, and he didn't do a good job of holding things together as always, you know? And I can't pick Rue or Lumpy, because both of them were cowards. You know, Rue left his friend in the fucking dust. (laughs) And I can't pick Piglet, he's a coward too. I can't pick Tigger, he's an asshole. Pooh ate the candy, so he can't be picked. So who the fuck's left? Uh, motherfucking Kanga. Kanga. And I can't seem biased by picking Gopher. Gopher didn't really have an impact on this movie he in particular. Was just he was relief. Yes, and he was only featured in the flashback. So in terms of fairness, I can't pick him. Right. But G- Kanga has a legitimate case. They all kind of had a fucked up, ruined Halloween in a way by Pooh eating all the candy. And then Kanga was like, Mama Kanga got y'all, you know? <laughs> Don't you worry. I have I have the candy. I got the jack-o'-lanterns. We're going to have a good Halloween, you know? She and saved the day. Small town? That's, I agree. Yeah. I think it's the only one it can be. But, right? Yeah, everybody else sucks. I know, exactly. <laughs> There's no other option. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Kanga. that. It's Kanga. It's Kanga. I don't know how far she'll actually make it in the Pimp of the Year tournament, but... Not past round one. Probably not. Depending on who she's pitted against. Nah. Yeah, no, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining her, like, pitted against the genie. Like, the genie did all of this stuff to help Aladdin. Kanga, get... Gave candy to the other animals. Make sure they weren't out of candy. <laughs> Saved Halloween. That's a good way to put it. Saved a Halloween that Pooh won't even, even remember next year. She wasn't even totally sure where her kid was the whole time. <laughs> and she was in the movie for probably approximately a combined three she minutes. She also never seemed worried about her kid. You can't be worried about your kid in the 100 Acre Woods. Nothing will happen. They only got 100 acres. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think is after that? Oblivion? Yes. It's like the world, man. It's like the flat earth we live on. <laughs> you just drop off. Off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm Jordan. I'm Kaylee. I'm Small Town. This has been the Disney's. Don't be such a pussy around Halloween. We just gave you the Disney's. <laughs>